The real estate market is booming. Whether you look in the suburbs or the city, Chicago continues to expand, creating incredible opportunities for those in the know. We'll connect with Chicago's real estate moguls to bring you the wisdom and expertise to help make your next real estate move a lucrative one on the Real Estate Moguls Podcast. How you guys doing? I'm Tony Arce. Welcome to the Real Estate Moguls Podcast. Today I'm joined by Kelly Parker, founder and real estate broker at Chicago Home Collective. Kelly, I appreciate you being here. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me. No, we finally get on the mics. I know. We've had a, quite the conversation. It had nothing to do with real estate. No, but it also does at the same time, right? It's yeah. also related. No, it's just people. People talk. Um, but let's start with you. So originally from L.A. Um, or California. Yeah, right? LA. L.A. area. Yeah. Um, made your way out to the Midwest, went back for a little bit, was like, hey, I love the Midwest. I'm going to go live uh, in Chicago. And that's kind of like the very short way around how you got here. But I would love for you to tell us how you ended up in Chicago and eventually real estate. Yeah. Chicago are my people. Yeah. Come to find out. Um, yeah. The the sort of like rounded out version of that story is I grew up in California area right outside of Pasadena, left for my third year of college <clears throat> to go to Ohio. Realized the Midwest is amazing. Um, the people are so different and really were more my people, my speed. And went back to L.A. for a quick year after college and realized, yeah, nope, nope, this is not where I'm <laughs> supposed to be. So it didn't make a whole lot of sense to anybody at the time, but I packed up my stuff. I ended up backpacking around Europe for a couple months and then took a flight to Chicago and and bunked bed with my best friend um, in her studio apartment until I found a job and I found an apartment. But I knew one person here in Chicago wow. when I moved here. Um, but I followed, you know, m my my heart and my soul in speaking pretty up loud and clear that I wasn't supposed to be in California and I needed to go where I felt like I, I, belong. I belonged yeah, and it sure. was Chicago and, and here we are 16 years later. That's so amazing. It's crazy. I mean, I lived in California and I came back, so I, I, I get it. Like I love Midwest people and I think there's no better place in Chicago. Now, as far as real estate, um, I'm assuming you didn't go to college to, to be a real. No, <laughs> I did not. I went uh, for sociology. Okay. I I thought I would get into law to some degree, um, you know, social work or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I and that's actually why I ended up picking the school I did in Ohio was they had a great sociology program. But I love humans. I love our behavior. I find it all very fascinating, and it served me very well in my real estate career. So. Well, and now your coaching career, right? Because that seems to be where your your heart's uh, at now. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a journey to get to this point. You know, I've been in real estate for over 13 years now and built a beautiful business, one that I'm incredibly proud of. Uh, over the course of that, organically built a team and, you know, mentored and coached them. But, you know, it it never felt like that was that was always sort of like a byproduct of what I was doing, which I think is always really interesting in life. If we want to know like what our purpose is, sometimes it's the things that become a byproduct of other stuff Yeah, right. Um, until we really listen and pay attention to it. But uh, about two years ago, I had a, I don't even know what I would call it, it, it anymore. Like sometimes I'm like, was it a spiritual smackdown? Was it like a burnout? What was it? But I really realized that I wasn't enjoying what I was doing anymore that I was really resenting it, which was a very, well, felt very foreign to me. Yeah. It was something I loved for so long and I still love and I'm so passionate about. And this was at the end of 2020, right? So the end of 2020. Yeah. yeah. And so I took 
three months off, which is just unheard of in our industry, at the prime. I mean, the end of 2020 and 2021 were like banger years. Like that's when you you hustled. I use quote fingers when I say that. You know, it's when you hustled and when you you let it all kind of flow in. And and I I just couldn't. It, It felt like I had built something that was no longer aligning with me or the way I was showing up and it was no longer in alignment with me. And that's what I ended up realizing at the end of that break. So I took three months off. People thought, also thought I was crazy. I noticed this trend. <laughs> I tend to be doing something right when people think I might be insane. But I took a break. And I believed that taking care of myself and healing myself needed to come first yeah. and that I would figure the rest out. And at the end of that time, that sabbatical, I was actually quite frustrated that I didn't know what I was going to do. I didn't want to come back because it didn't, it didn't light me up, but I didn't know what, what I was going to do. And somewhere, and I think, I think I shared this with you, like I was in the shower and I had this like epiphany. I was listening to another podcast, which is why I love podcasts so much, truthfully, <laughs> um, and realized that the change that I desire to see in the industry was supposed to come through me. Mm. And so I really have been honoring that the last couple of years and, you know, leading with, with my experience and my voice around there being a much um, more aligned and sustainable way to show up in the industry to grow our businesses from. You know, the first five plus years of my career were an example of that, of like really honoring my authenticity, my alignment, and and prioritizing that first, and then knowing that the business would come and it did. And then somewhere along that journey, I got lost. And I think the the industry prescribed like coaching around how to grow businesses and show up got louder than my inherent truth. Mm. And, and then I, so I got off course and at the end of getting off course, I burned out. And so I started to bring a lot of those practices and principles back into the forefront. And in doing so was, you know, coaching a lot of the other women in the industry with that. And that kind of birthed this coaching business that I have now. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, Tell me about the industry. So, I mean, I think there's a lot of uh, emotion around that too. What people say, they're you know that people are a little salesy or that um, you know disingenuous or focus too much on the numbers. What is it for you that um, you want to see change mm-hmm. in the industry? I love the industry. I do. I mean, I the reason I got into it was for none of those things. Mm. It was never about. The money or the notoriety or the success or any of it, it was, I truly believe that our homes are a place that allow us, if we feel safe in our homes, if we, if we are inspired by our homes, they allow us to show up as the most authentic versions of ourselves in this world. And if that's not the greater purpose of everything we're doing, right, then, then what is? And so to be able to be a part of people's journey to finding their home, to settling into their home, in, in in an ownership way, right, where someone can't come in and take it away from you um, and allowing you to feel safe and secure and free to be the most authentic version of yourself, then that allows you to go out in the world and really have impact. Yeah. And so, you know, the home and the real estate and the sale and all of that are just sort of titles and constructs, right, that yeah, we give it. Yeah, yeah. But to me, it's about this, like, greater purpose, this greater journey, this greater you know, thing that we're, we're here to experience and live. And so if I can help people feel that, that safety and that security, amazing. Um, if I can encourage them to show up in, in ways that are really authentic to them, amazing. 
you know, then I, I can go to bed at night and I, I've known that I'm having an impact. So it's tricky, right? That so much gets reduced down to transactions and sales volume. And, yeah. and that's why I'm so vocal about, about what is success? What does this really look like? What are we subscribing to that we maybe don't even believe or really isn't aligned for us? And so that's, um, that's, yeah, that's kind of where I've, I've grown into, I guess. Like, I, I love this industry dearly because of it being way more than a sales transaction. For sure. Um, but we've got to keep that at the forefront. And I think that if we do, we see it that way, then the rest of the, like, salesy, gross stuff kind of falls by the wayside. Absolutely. Talk to me a little bit about your coaching style then. All these things that you've been through, learned, epiphanies. How has that now translated into wanting to pour that into others? Yeah, I mean, for so long, it was one-on-one. Mm. I have really beautiful, long-standing, long-term mentorship relationships. You know, I think there's a real difference between coaching and mentorship, first of all. I think coaching is like, let me teach you this. Yeah. It's We're a society that believes that we need to learn everything before we can go and do it. Right. And I think that's why the coaching industry has become so popular, is yep. people are looking for a source point to plug into to learn. And I think that's wonderful. And there's elements of what I'm doing that's teaching, you know, like how to get clients or like how to negotiate your worth and, and really get paid what you're worth. Like there's, there's elements of that, but mentorship is really what I feel like I'm leaning with and where I'm, I'm connecting with a lot of women is that I am the walking embodiment of what I am sharing yeah. and that there's nothing you don't already know. I'm just here to help remind you and to be a living, breathing example of what's possible when you start to integrate and honor some of this in your life. So it's such a great question. You know, how am I, I forgot exactly what you asked, but how am I leading with that in the coaching? And it's just doing what feels right to me in the ways that feel right. And I'm, I'm trying different things on, you know, I did a beta program, love so much about it, want to tweak other parts about it, going to run it again in November with those adjustments, you know, and since I'm in this for the long haul, it might all look very different in three years. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Right. I'm just moving with what I'm inspired to, um, to, to share what I know. It's like truly just from that place. If I could just have these types of conversations and share my experiences and not even my story, right? Because you may not relate to my story, but the like the takeaways, the, the pivotal moments, the lessons, the toolkit. Talk a lot about having a toolkit. And I think that's really what ultimately everybody's looking for. Yep. They know that they're the ones who have to do the work themselves. I can't create the results for you, yep. but I can help share tools that might help get you there. And, and as far as, you know, your, your beliefs, right, that, that stem more in spirituality, how has that world been for you navigating kind of the <laughs> business world? You're, 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 and, and you've been good about using these <clears throat> words, right, uh, in, in this conversation. But prior to, that, prior to this conversation, we were having all sorts of spiritual talk. Um, yeah, how do you balance that with where I think people are really looking for that now? It's not something that um, I, I think just it's not like it was 20, 30 years ago where you kind of talk about these things in business yeah. and everyone's craving it, right? Yeah. Um, and it's so much a part of who we are that, um, yeah, just how do, how do you navigate that world of still business, still real estate, but there's this other side component to you that I'm sure you're getting people gravitating towards you uh, for that reason. It's a too. great question. I still am learning how to navigate it. I think it comes down to to accepting myself. I think for a long time I hid this part of me this conversation with only the people who were really close in my circle because it didn't feel safe. Mm. And 
and I also think that's part of the industry, right? Like the industry tells you how to show up, how to be successful. There's like four models for it. Pick one and do it. And I was like, well, I'm not doing it that way. I'm bringing these parts of, of myself, my truth <clears throat> into my business. But up until recently, didn't feel really safe to share. And I realized it's uh, the only person who can create that for myself is myself. And it started with accepting who I am. And that's what I lead so much with, right? Like our business, we make it very one-dimensional uh, real estate. Like this is what you do, but we're multi-dimensional people. And I think the people that you see have the most successful real estate businesses are the ones who have allowed these other parts of themselves to come into it. Yeah. And so I think to answer your question, I had to just be accept myself. And that's a journey every day. Right. Right. And I get a little braver and a little braver and a little bit more vocal as I do. But again, like if my purpose is just to be an example of that to other people, then I lead first. And that's what I realized is like I lead myself so I can lead you. And I share my lessons and my experiences and my learnings so that I can help you. Yeah. Um, and that's that's kind of where I land on it. So, you know. It's, it's challenging because in so many ways, like one of like, I think my tagline for my whole coaching mentorship business is I challenge the industry status quo and I'm not doing it from like a place of resistance or pushing. I'm just doing it from a place of honoring because that's what I want everybody to do. I just want them to show up authentically as who they are. And when we do that, it's where businesses thrive. Yeah. So, um, I know it's such a good question <laughs> because it's it's literally been at the forefront of my mind every day of navigating, right? Like we, yeah, I don't know that I'm doing it because I think people crave the conversation. I think I'm doing it because I'm living it right now. Well, and it's also the, yeah, because you, you're living it in, in some of those things that if you were living a life of not having that and you burnt out, right? Now all of a sudden totally. you're incorporating these things, but it's, it's I mean, the, we say spirituality, and it's just a way to understand what we don't understand, I think, right? But yeah. what you can't understand is balance, right? And that's something yeah. that you really preach about, and, and um, it just seems to be what you're about. Oh, yeah, entirely. Because I believe that we can have really robust, really successful, abundant businesses and also have balance and boundaries and beautiful lives. You know, and I think that what ends up happening is you start to get more successful and you start to build these businesses that take become all consuming. Yeah. You hear this a lot in our industry. Mm -hmm. Like no one has personal lives or how do I go to dinner with my partner and not have my to be on the phone with a client in the bathroom? Mm -hmm. You know, like it becomes all consuming. And I believe that we get to have both and we get to have both through really honoring what's in alignment for ourselves. And from that place, creating businesses, building businesses that support the lives we desire to have and the businesses we desire to have, that both can be can coexist together. For sure. And I mean, again, we talked about this earlier, but you, it seems like you're really passionate about this and now you find your purpose in it. Do you see yourself becoming more of this mentor, coach, uh, uh, leader within the space versus transacting uh, on real estate day to day? Yes. Like I, really? ha I, you know, I wish it wasn't true. Like truly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Truly. Like what I am being called to do and, and the vision that I have for it is far bigger than anything I could have created for myself. Yeah. And, and so I've come to terms that I have to honor that. But what's wonderful is that the leg that, that Chicago Home Collective, what I have founded, is is so based on, on our 
and on our belief system within this whole team. Like there's eight of us now Wow. of amazing women who are leaders also in this industry who are, who so to their core believe what I believe too. And so even if I'm not at the forefront of every transaction, they are. And, and, and it's, if I'm going to honor what's in alignment for me, and this is what I realized, like when things weren't in alignment for me, I was self-sabotaging and I wasn't able to actually show up for the clients in the way that I really honored or that I really desired to that were my standards. And if I'm not able to do that, then what good of a job am I doing? And so this, this sort of journey of alignment really made me realize that I could let my ego lead and be at the forefront of every transaction and continue to like be in that space but I wasn't honoring myself in doing so and therefore was not honoring the client. Yeah. And so what's wonderful with having worked in close proximity with all of these women and all of us sharing the same values is that it doesn't mean that that business ends. It doesn't mean that the transactions end. It just means that my role in them is different now. Absolutely. And so I still get to have the parts of it that fill me up, like some client conversations and, and strategy. I love strategy so much, right? So I'm, a, I'm an early person that, they're, that clients are experiencing early on because I'm helping understand their goals, understand the strategy to help accomplish them, you know, and then I have wonderful women who step up to support them and, and do it based on like, you know, the standards that we're all living. Yeah. So. Amazing. Well, and you mentioned vision. So what does the vision for the future look like? What are you uh, working towards, hoping for? What's up, dude? I'm not ready to talk about no, all this stuff. No, not yet. No, you can ed edit that part out. No. Um, what's next? What, what can you share? Let's, well, let's put it that way. Yeah. Um, the answer, ask me your question again and I'll... The vision that you have for you, your brand, your team, yeah. the future. The vision is that you know, Chicago Home Collective continues to be a change maker in the industry. Like, I really do believe that the way that we're showing up and the way that we're helping clients is transforming stereotypes. And I know that that will continue. And I want the impact of that to continue to be even greater. And, and I know that it can and I know that it will. And so um, so there's a lot, a lot of wonderful things on the horizon for Chicago Home Collective in terms of how we're able to help clients serve them the number that we're able to support um, because we do have such high standards, right? Mm -hmm. We want to be able to make sure that we're meeting them with every client. Uh, we always talk about the journey is just as dear as the destination. Chicago Home Collective, it's not about the home you end up in, right? It's part of it. But the journey you're on, the time you're working with us, you carry that energy into your home with you. And it is so important to, the, to us that you enjoy that experience. And so... Um, being able to create that with every client we work with is the top priority. And so there's really, I know, wonderfully huge things on the horizon for Chicago Home Collective in terms of our growth. Um, but I also know that in from a vision perspective, from the coaching and the mentorship, like I, I really want particularly women to have permission to show up in this industry in ways that are true and aligned and authentic for them. And by doing so, have wildly successful and abundant businesses that give them the freedom to then go have the lives that they desire to have. There is no ceiling in this industry. And, and if, we, if we learn how to grow sustainable businesses that also support us, you know, then there's no limit to what we can do in our lives. 
and for the people around us. So the vision for like the coaching and the mentorship, you know, if I were to like really, really zoom out is to have a lot of women talking like this, but also not just talking like this, like living this truth and this reality and seeing how it's showing up in their businesses, but also being able to have kids and travel and, you know, beautifully financially free realities. Um, that would, that would mean a lot. I think for me personally, it's already started to happen organically. My reach has left Chicago now. You know, I mentor women in California. Um, That's awesome. And, and other areas. And so the vision for that is to really be a true online business where women from across the nation can, you know, be plugging in to this information and running with it in their own businesses. That's yeah. awesome. No, yeah. Well, that's all very exciting. Uh, and with that, I want to thank you for coming in, you know, sharing your story and for the conversation that we had yeah, uh, it was prior amazing. to this. But no, this is awesome. And I uh, can't wait for the next one. Yeah. Thank you very much for having me. It's a pleasure. Thank you.